Alrighty, everybody, we are back on the Foul Ball Podcast. It's great to be back, as always, because we're presented by ourselves, the Foul Ball Podcast. And as a brief reminder, everything related to us is found on our website, foulballpodcast.org. Again, it's foulballpodcast.org. So let's talk about Boston baseball. And if you've been watching our TikToks lately, you would sense frustration as a nice way to put it, because what's been referred to as sort of a tough season is becoming, I think, a little tougher, and as we all know, recently was a trade deadline, and I think we expected a mid-to-late season push, especially after this deadline was pushed through, and the push the push really hasn't happened yet. I know we made, you know, a handful of trades and then we shifted around our roster between the Red Sox in Boston, uh, the Worcester Red Sox, the AAA team along with the Sea Dogs up in Portland. So between some shifting around within our own rosters between our entire farm system really. Nothing's really happened yet. Um and I know there's been some frustration, too, with the way that Jaron Duran has been playing. Because I know he's been a little slower, hasn't been making some of the catches that we expect him to make, has been throwing the ball the way we expect him to throw, and then hasn't been hitting the way we want him to. And so, honestly, I'm not too sure how long he's going to last. And obviously, the big news coming out of the Red Sox as of late was obviously Jackie Bradley Jr. We pushed Jackie Bradley Jr. down to Worcester, and shortly after that, we released him from the Red Sox organization entirely. So I know he's been with the Red Sox for a while. He's one of the guys who had a pretty long stint, and I know he was away for a year on a different team, and then we brought him back. And again, he was a good... He was a good outfielder, right? I'll we'll give him that credit. But when it comes to the offensive side of the things, behind home plate, you know, getting ready to hit the ball, nothing was really produced there, right? Every once in a long while, he had a hit that benefited us to an extent, but those hits didn't really come in sync and in really kind of a full circle moment that we kind of hoped and wished for. And so, obviously that goes without saying. The big one was also Christian Vasquez. And I know there's been a lot of news coming out regarding Vasquez and him already missing the Red Sox organization and being on the team. And I know he went into further detail about his relationship with folks like Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers, right? He always talked about how whenever... They were on a road trip. He would always talk with both guys, especially he would always sit next to somebody like Xander Bogarts. And so a big thing that he discussed was how he was going to save a seat on the Astros airplane for Xander Bogarts. So technically, therefore, it's been saying that he would be sitting alone on flights here on out. And so, you know, it's one of those things where I don't really know what the puzzle piece is going to turn out to be right now, right? I don't know. I don't really see how it's all fitting. 
I don't think there is a clear answer. You know, there's a, definitely a lot of different ways we can view the current circumstance right now. And, you know, depending on who you talk to, nine times out of ten, somebody's going to say something different, right? One person's going to view the current circumstance one way. Another person's going to view it a different way and so on and so on, right? And right now we just don't have a winning team. We don't, right? That's why we're below 500. That's why we have a losing record. And that's why we're fifth in the AL East. And now we're a long shot away from the first place spot. Now we're a few games out from the last wild card spot. And even if, yeah, let's say we make it by the end of the season, we get the third wild card spot or the second wild card spot. That'd be a dream come true, wouldn't it? If we get that last one, what are we going to do? Are we going to make it past the wild card round? What are we going to do in the the big like first round of the playoffs, right? How how's it all going to work out? It we probably wouldn't make it far. I mean, obviously don't get me wrong, it'd be in a positive light. It'd be great if we made a long run, but I think a lot of us can kind of agree that the way we look right here right now it's not looking good, right? So, Red Sox, the Red Sox, the Red Sox. We have a day off right now. I think a lot of the guys were looking forward to a day off for quite a while. Because if we were paying attention to the Red Sox and Royals homestand, uh, not the homestand, the away games over at Coffin Stadium, if we were paying attention to those at all... We all knew that that would have been a great time to win, right? Get a couple wins, get us, you know, a tiny bit of a boost over 500. It would have been great. We could, we should have swept the Royals because the Royals are kind of looking like an easy team to go against right now. But obviously, when it comes to easy teams and when it comes to hard teams, the Red Sox can't really play against both right now. I mean, it stinks because they have the guys in the roster to do it. But we just can't get it done. And to make things even crazier, just pulled up a news article on my phone saying that Hall of Famer Dennis Eckersley is leaving a Boston Red Sox booth after 2022, his 50th 50th season in the MLB. So breaking news at the moment, Dennis Eckersley, Eckersley is leaving the booth to end the season, his 50th Major League Baseball season. Uh, he joined the Nesson booth in 2003 and stood out for his outspoken and colorful analysis on the Red Sox broadcast. Eckersley went on to say that after 50 years in Major League Baseball, I'm excited about this next chapter of my life. I will continue to be an ambassador for the club and a proud member of the Red Sox nation while transitioning to life after baseball with his wife, his children, and his grandchildren. Currently 67, and if we you know dive into Eckersley's life a little bit, right? He's a six-time All-Star who went 197 and 171 with a 3.5 ERA in a career in which he pitched 100 complete games as a starter before pioneering pioneering the role of the winning closer and earning 390 saves. So, after an incredible baseball career career and an incredible announcing career. Congratulations to the Ack, Dennis Eckersley, after 
like I said, just an incredible, incredible career. And so now if we dive into more of our traditional role of kind of reviewing the last several games, as much as I really don't want to, it's going to stink. So we lost the first game against the Royals. We won the second game. Then we lost. We went one and four against the Royals. How horrible is that? I mean, I think I found a new point in our new low point, rather, in our season right here, and it's currently this. This is just so bad. So we lost the first game seven to three. We won the second game seven to four. We lost the third game five to four, which we should have won that one, and then. <laughs> We lost yesterday's game 13 to 5. That makes you feel any better. It makes me feel horrible right now. Now that I had to talk about it too. Now that we get to talk about it together, it's it's great. It's great. So Austin started off the first game up in the count 2 to 0. And then we went into the second game. Second game, what am I talking about? I should rather say the second Bottom half of the first, there we go, because we all know English. So we went to the bottom half of the first, and Kansas City tied it up. Then we went to the bottom of the fifth, where Kansas City made it 3-2. And then we went into the seventh inning, where we scored a run, and we tied it 3-3. And then the bottom of the seventh, Kansas City scored another four runs, and we lost that one 7-3. Because that was the game... Where the ball should have been a foul ball, in my opinion. But instead, it hit the padding, bounced in. The third base umpire considered it you know, a fair ball. And so our outfield got it, threw it in, and you know, the game went on. And then they reviewed it. The home plate umpire turned it over, called it a home run. Alex Cora ran out and discussed it with the umpires, and then they ejected him. What started out as, you know, which well, it seemed like a pretty friendly, quiet just conversation asking, hey, why'd you do that? Clearly, that's the wrong call. Turned into the umpires getting Cora all upset because obviously they, the umpires thought they were all that in a bag of chips, which clearly they, I don't think they were. And that led to him getting ejected, unfortunately. Because the Empire thought they all had all the power. So we went on to Friday night's game. Friday we won 7-4. And at that point our record was 54-54. and And listen to this. At that point Friday night the Royals record was 42-65. and 42-65. and Yes, you heard that correctly. Uh, so the second inning we scored a run. Fourth inning we scored two. Fifth. We scored one, and then Kansas City scored one. Sixth inning, we scored one. Eighth inning, we scored two. Bottom of the eighth, they scored three. And that led to the score. Final score of seven to four. We had 13 hits. They had nine, and they also had an error. And then... And then, honestly, I'm going to... I'm just going to jump straight to the... Uh, game yesterday because how horrible is this 
How horrible is this? So we had so many pitchers, right? We had Crawford pitch for five innings. We had Brazier pitch for an inning. We had Schreiber pitch for point one innings. We had Matt Barnes, Matty Backpack, pitch for point two innings. Hernandez pitched for 0.0 innings. And Davis pitched for an inning at Kauffman Stadium. That was the game where we lost 13-5. Yeah. You heard that right, everybody. 13-5. Bottom of the third inning, Kansas City scored two. Bottom of the fifth, Kansas City scored three. Top of the sixth, we scored one. Top of the seventh, we scored two. But Kansas City bounced back and scored two in the bottom of the seventh. Bottom of the eighth, we scored, they scored six. Top of the ninth, we scored two. So that led to the final score of 13-5. We had 10 hits. Kansas City had 11. And that's the, that's the wrap of that one. So, standings. To make it even more painful... We're last place in the AL East with a record of 54 and 56, the .491 percentage, 16 and a half games behind first place, everybody. That's incredible. The last 10 games were 4 and 6. At home, we're 26 and 27. On the road, we are 28 and 29. Painful, 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 painful. I don't understand how a bad team can get even worse. But it's happening. It's it's very real. It We need a shake up. And it has to happen soon. You know, and I think I'm just gonna end it on that. We need a shake up and it needs to happen basically today. And if it doesn't happen today, then our season's done. Our season will be done, and we're not going to make it in the playoffs. So that's a wrap for now for Red Sox baseball. And as with everything, everything related to us is at our website, foulballpodcast.org.